0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of the True North Racing Podcast. Guys, you guys already know who it is. It's John Morrison. It's your host for this week. Um, This week on the program, we have the driver of the number 93 pro late model. We have Carson Nagy joining us. We talked to Carson about how he got into racing, Uh, moving up through the ranks rather quickly. I wish something I didn't know. Um, Mini stocks, super stocks, late models, and so much more. As always, he took some time and answered our fan question period. So, guys, before we jump into this week's episode, let's have a quick word from our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. So, sit back, relax, and let's go racing. All right, everyone, just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media and Promotions. Jomo Media provides race ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well providing off season, mid season, and end of year write ups for your team. On top of the write ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's J O M O promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and follow us at jomo media. All right, guys, we want, before just before we jump in, guys, as always, um, I always do like a nice little chat here now, guys. Um, So pretty soon we are going to be debuting our new podcast, The Driver's Seat with Kaylin and Michael. Guys, we just recorded the trailer for that. Keep an eye out for the trailer. Keep an eye out for some fun little things we're going to be adding to that show. Um, I'm your producer, your director on it. Um, This is going to be a lot of fun. We we got a lot of mistakes, and I hope you guys enjoy our little blooper reel we'll be uh, sending out. I think in the next month, we are fine-tuning some things. I have everything ready for the most part, but it's just getting everything ready, you know? Um, We are getting closer and closer to getting back to the track. I'm excited to get back to Flamborough Speedway. Um, I got to talk to John Carley. I should be back April 24th. I think that's the second practice day at Flamborough. Um, I should be at that day, um, barring something that I'm, if I'm not allowed to be at the track, um, I hopefully, I will be, hopefully, uh, some CVM guys will be out there. Hopefully some guys who are, uh, uh, who I'll be working with this, this year will be out there. Um, mm-hmm. guys, I'm looking for a successful year. Um, so guys, uh, we're having a pretty big team so far show up for the gym who we're going to be supporting Joma Media this year. My boy, Logan Dillon will be back behind the wheel of his championship number 20 micro sprint from Friendswood, texas he'll be racing this weekend at i believe it's gulf coast speedway um logan if you're listening please let me know if i'm wrong i'm probably more than likely wrong um uh, my buddy's gonna be back behind the wheel this weekend i'm excited it's the first general media driver of the season um who will be back underway this year uh everyone else uh we are gonna have some we're gonna have Jonathan vay Jeff Laflemme Morgan Robson jr Morgan Robson jr and I just confirmed last week we will be uh joining um so this is an announcement here uh guys he was on our podcast a few weeks ago go check him out go check out his episode go check out his social media uh Morgan Morgan Robson racing link will be in description um we also have who else do we have Oh, oh, of course we have. I can't think. Can't think. Ohana Acres Racing enough of Mark McDonald and Ryan Houston, Elena Houston. Thank you so much for coming back on this year, guys. You guys are amazing. I love working with you guys. Um, Jared Morphy. I got Jared Morphy this year. Let me just pull up real quick. I'm probably forgetting a couple drivers. And please, do not get mad at me. Uh, it's been a long weekend, you guys. I've had a lot of fun. Um. Yeah, we are working towards a s- very, very successful year um, with the Jummo Media brand, getting pictures, getting videos. So as always, guys, um, if you guys want to join, um, it's 100 bucks for the year, um, typically. So if you guys are looking for some sponsor from uh, pictures, videos, and whatnot, guys, it's 100 bucks, and uh, I send you a couple stickers um, put on your car. And uh, yeah, um, if you guys want more information, please do not hesitate to call me. Um, contact me, Jomo Media at Facebook, Instagram, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, reach out, guys. Um, yeah, I'm hoping for a very successful year. Um, yeah, so, um, Saturday night, uh, I actually, me and my girlfriend, we had a little, nice little date night, and I'm giving this a shout-out. Um, guys, (laughs) um, I don't know, whoever likes baseball, if you like baseball, if you like going to the batting cage, I highly suggest go to A and Z A to Z sorry uh sports and batting cages. Let me just pull it up right here. Uh, it feels A to Z sports and batting cages in Orangeville, Ontario. Um we went out there, uh, man, the staff was great, the facility was great. Uh it was affordable for, for you to go. Um I think the entire night it costed uh me and my girlfriend sixty five dollars. To go and, and go hit a ball, uh, some baseballs around for about an hour. So, if you're looking to go out and have some fun and uh, a great, affordable rate, great time, uh, man, they got music playing in the background. It's lots of fun. They're open right now. Um, check them out on Facebook and Instagram at A to Z Sports and Batting Cages on Facebook and at A to Z Cages on Instagram. Go give them a like, go give them a follow, guys. Uh, let them know that Jomo Media sent you there. Um, it'll be awesome. They are a new facility. They're just trying to get up off the ground here, and they have been nothing. They were they were nothing but nice. They were extremely. They were they were yeah man. They were extremely gracious. They were very nice. Um, we chatted with them for a little bit afterwards. They were. So, uh, I got to know a little bit more about the facility. I'm hoping to. I'm I me and my girlfriend. We're looking to plan on going back much much more. Um, so once again, guys, this is a, um, where go head out, go check out A to Z, uh, sports and batting cages up in Orangeville, Ontario. Let them know that I sent you guys, um, go give them a business, share them, uh, let, give them some good reviews guys. They have, they were uh, a great facility, great price guys. You cannot match this. If you want to go hit a few baseballs around, hit them up. Um, yeah, it was awesome. So guys, uh, um. I got nothing else for you now, so we're going to jump right into our episode here with Carson Nagy. So, guys, sit back, relax, and let's go racing. All right, guys, this week on the True North Racing Podcast, we have with us Carson Nagy. Carson, how are you?
1: Doing awesome. How are you? Good. How's your, uh, your offseason been going? Oh, it's been long. I'm dying to get back into the race car. Uh, racing has been keeping me sane, but it gets boring after a while.
0: Mm -hmm. oh i can only imagine that um you know uh, what how much racing did you get done in 2020 not much i don't think
1: right no we tried to do the first jacasa apc race but unfortunately our clutch was slipping so we ended early in that and our only other race was the doubleheader at the end of the season which we had a strong run in it was a really good apc debut and we're looking forward to next year that's good um so let's jump in here how did you get into racing well, I've grown up at the track, always watching my brother race go karts. I watched him grow up racing at Flamborough Speedway with the WRKC, and kind of ever since then, I've been hooked on trying to race. So, once I turned six, I was able to start in racing go karts at Flamborough, and it's kind of gone from there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So starting in go karts, and then uh, how was that? How how far up the ranks have you moved in that in the uh, Water of the Original Kart Club?
1: I raced there for four years. I loved it. Those guys are awesome. It's just awesome to be in that, that track with everyone. And it's a great time. Uh, I raced there for four years. And then I was fortunate enough to move on to a micro sprint to get a little bit of dirt racing. And so that was awesome too. Where did you race the micro sprint at? I raced at Oshwiken Speedway in that I raced there with the WRKC a few times and I loved the dirt
0: are you tempted to go back to the dirt more or are you stick into the asphalt
1: i've tempted i've been tempted to go back to the dirt i'd love to test a street stock on it or something something like that i think it would be awesome
0: well i'm, I'm sure cameron thompson might uh might let you wheel his Thunderstock once he gets it out there right
1: eh? yeah hopefully i'll have to convince him
0: <laughs> so obviously you can go karting and then move up to micro sprints um so how long did you were you in the micro sprints for
1: I only had a year and then like a half season. I, um, I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to move up to the uh, mini stock division at Flamborough Speedway when I was 12. So it was just great. T- it was just different timing for the micro sprints, to the mini stock. And I just was fortunate enough to move up quickly.
0: So jumping in from, I guess, I, I guess you, you, you already have such a short, quick background there. Cause like you have some road racing experience to some dirt experience. And then back to the asphalt on the oval side, it, it's kind of, you've, got, you've mastered your craft, so to speak, in, in a, a short amount of time, really, eh?
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little bit rushed, but like I felt we felt that I was ready to get into a car that early of an age, just with the different experience I had with the go-kart road racing and the micro oval dirt racing. So we figured, we just thought we were ready to go and we had the sponsors ready to do it.
0: So how did you end up getting into the mini stock ride?
1: My brother was ready to move up and we purchased uh, Sean his old super stock that he won so many races with us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep.
1: And it was just great timing with him moving up. We still had our car. So we decided to put me in it for 2016.
0: Okay. So obviously 2016 was your rookie year at Flamborough in the mini stock, right? How did that turn out for you?
1: It was pretty good. Like, I think I did all right for being such a young age in the division with such a strong field there, racing with guys like Russ Aiken. And I grew up watching those guys every Saturday night, and it was awesome racing against them. We were able to run up front and run with those guys, which is an amazing experience for me.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, so obviously running mini stocks. What was uh, what was one of your best nights in the mini stocks at Flamborough that, that year?
1: One of the best nights in the mini stocks I had, we had a 50 lapper there. And I think my best finish was fourth in it. And I was able to run up front, and it was a really good race for me. Uh, That's actually really good. Hmm.
0: Um, So with the mini stock, was that a family-owned car? Was that a another car? Or
1: So in the mini stock, I was really fortunate enough to work with Ken Spira in the 86 car. I was able to run part-time in their car, working with Billy, Schwarzenberg, Ken, everyone back at their shop. And I was also able to run my car, our home car. So it was a bit of two different cars and I was able to learn how two different cars handle. And it was a really good learning experience. So what was your first, uh, mini stock then? Um, I forget where it came from. <laughs> Honestly, my brother had it for three years before I did. So it was just kind of a hand-me-down, but I forget where we initially got it from.
0: Okay. And then, uh, I remember you racing in the, uh, I remember racing in the super stocks, yes. um, uh, in your car, because, uh, uh at the time, uh, you got up what, 2017, 2018 there?
1: Yeah, in 2017, I only did one year in the mini stock and we just had a really good opportunity to move up to the super stock.
0: Yeah, and because I, um, in 2017, I started crewing for a super stock guy. Um, you, you laughed him probably tons of times. It, <laughs> was, it was the eight car.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. You
0: remember that one? Yep. One year was white uh, with purple numbers, and the next year was black and purple.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that yeah. was all that was all me. So
1: nice.
0: um I crewed for that guy for a little bit. Um I was always very impressed with how well uh you ran in that division.
1: Thank
0: um, you. So watching you kind of uh uh race your way up through this jump you pretty much jump literally yeah. up yeah. up each division here is, is kind of impressive. Um so uh in twenty seventeen you went to the super stock, right?
1: Yep.
0: How well did that season go? Because from my point of view, you could have had you couldn't have a better year.
1: Yeah, we had such a successful year in 2017. I was able to get my first win in a stock car. I was also able to run up with guys like Brad Collison and or, oh, Brad Collison. All those guys. Oh yeah, there. Justin Randy Collison
0: Rockwell. was there too. Yeah,
1: yeah um, just growing up, and watching those guys race. I watch Brad and Randy go out every night, and I watch yeah. Justin in the go karts every morning. So it was awesome racing with all those guys.
0: Oh, I can only imagine. So you said you got a win there, right? In that in 2017. Yeah. How how so how let's talk about your first win, like in in a, in a super stock, right? How did that go?
1: It was good. I, I remember I was running second. I was racing with Chris House, I believe, and I was able to get by him and I was able to finish the race off. I remember feeling so nervous and being so scared to mess up those final laps.
0: I, I, that's what I've always heard is that when you're leading in the final laps, especially if you haven't won yet, you get more nervous than anything. You, you, you're, they always talk about, especially on NASCAR, they always talk about how, if it's coming up to your first win, you're hearing little things go, you're, it sounds like every little bolt's coming undone, so to speak. And you're just waiting to wreck. Is that what, was that the case in your first?
1: Yeah. I was just so scared of messing up. I I was just trusting the car and I knew everything was perfect. I just had to drive it, you know,
0: (laughs) For sure. Um, so again, having said so 2017 year, uh, 2018, you were still in super stock, right?
1: Yeah. I ran a second year in 2018.
0: And then in 2019 is when you moved up to the late model.
1: Yeah. I moved up to the late model in 2019.
0: So how did the late model deal come out for you?
1: We were fortunate enough to have a sponsorship from Jacasa motor speedway and Kenny Hill. And he they hopped on board and helped us gain to the late model program and it was a blast the uh, first rookie year was a little bit rough i was only able to run a handful of races but i definitely learned tons oh for sure um like you said you, I,
0: uh, you just said you ran a handful of races and um how well did you think you did like uh, on a kind of a report card scale <laughs> probably how, like, how well do you think you did compared to like especially at a field of, uh, at flambro hmm. um i feel is one of the most more toughest uh groups in ontario um because I feel it's, it's such a short track it's it you're fighting for every inch um where do you think you fell well, in that with them
1: I don't know it's tough like we had some really good nights where we were able to run up front and compete for wins we we're running second and there's also nights where we just kind of had a rough night so I'm not too sure where to kind of scale it but tons of learning we had that year
0: oh for sure um i i can only imagine what it would be what it would be like jumping from that like again you're how, how old are you you gotta be like 17 18 right yeah, I'm 17 exactly like you 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 jump you're jumping levels so quick here and it's you've learned so much in such a short time and i gotta commend you for that because like that is man i've never heard of someone jumping that quick through the ranks and like performing how you do thank you so uh like again and then getting into 2020 obviously where were you when the world shut down where were you working on your car uh where, where were you at your program looking forward to 2021 or 2020 sorry
1: at the time we we were planning on running flamborough again and we were planning to do just like a flamborough apc race or something but as soon as covid happened you were unsure of the season altogether really we yeah. didn't know if we were able to make up for one race even so we were just kind of Hoping for the best at the start of
0: the year. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can remember where I was because like that. Thinking back on it, that was a year ago. That's a year ago, almost today. The world really shut down, so to speak. Um, I I remember being at uh, Motorama there, not knowing what, um, what the, what the next plan was. Right.
1: Um,
0: you know, like two weeks to flatten the curve, and it's been a year now, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, like. I remember going back and I was like, you, you know, you, we, you know, me so of speak. So through the CVMs, cause I'm the media guy. And over the summertime, we got you to do up a poster for us, which was awesome by the way, still, still, you know, I still love it. I still have it in my phone saved So uh, I love the way that turned out. Um, and like, all I could think is like, man, like when are we going to go racing again? Like I was looking forward. Um, 2019, 2018. I wasn't really, itching to go to the track anymore i went to the first couple races mm. didn't have that itch anymore um and 2020 I finally got that itch back and yeah i got to go five times <laughs> you know so um how many races even if you weren't racing how many races did you get out to in 2020
1: i think i was only able to go up to like four or five unfortunately this year just with the limited amount of crew members and yeah just not being able to bring our own race car to support all the local tracks
0: yeah uh if I remember correctly, you ended up running a pure stock. <laughs> which which race was that? Was that the I can't remember if that was the September race or if that was the Frosttober race?
1: That was Frosttoberfest. Uh that was my cousin Caitlin Wallace's enduro car. Yeah. Uh, Wade Thorne, Ash Ricky, Alex Stir. We all kind of worked on it and kind of threw it together for Frostfest just so I can kind of shake it down for Caitlin.
0: <laughs> how uh I-, I remember looking at the thing, I'm like, how is that thing even out here? <laughs> Yeah. was that a was that a quick turnaround car was that just something you guys decided to do last minute or they
1: they had in the plans to go into the enduro for a bit uh first it was a field car just in Wade's backyard yeah <laughs> so they just kind of got it put together before Frostfest. um it was a, kind of a last minute deal really <laughs> but we we're just going to go have fun and play with it right yeah and uh if i
0: remember cuz i don't think you made the show <laughs> Did no. you or no? Yeah, but you. I remember putting. It, it looked like you were putting on a hell of a ride back there. Um, what? <laughs> I would say being so used to real wheel drive cars lately, driving sort of a front-wheel drive car was a little bit of an issue. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but was that a, was that at least at least a fun day for you to get back out on the track and?
1: Yeah, I had a blast. Uh, it was something something for me to race. <laughs> yeah. Fun with it um i was expecting it to be a little bit more harder to drive since i was so used to the rear wheel drive yeah but fortunately like just after a few sessions i kind of got used to having to get on the gas earlier and not so many some not so much braking points right yeah but we are having motor issues unfortunately so we weren't really very competitive <laughs> but it was definitely just a fun fun learning thing for a front-wheel drive car hey and there's nothing wrong with that either right right um so obviously,
0: and then coming into the offseason 2020, uh, I guess the one thing you can say is you've been doing a lot of iRacing, eh?
1: Yes, tons of racing. <laughs> um,
0: you, If I remember correctly, you just recently were selected, I guess, for the Reaper Speed Lab team?
1: Yeah, so I was fortunate enough. I'm, uh, Trayton messaged me, Trayton Lapsevich, asking me if I wanted to join the Reaper Speed Lab short track team on iRacing. So I'm working with a great group of guys on there. It's a ton of fun.
0: So, how did that end up? Like, I obviously train is a. Uh, I I want to say Train Labs, which is behind that, correct?
1: Yeah, him and Boyd Hoggins started it. Uh, they were on an esports team already and they be, they were building setups, so they decided to sell them under Reaper Speed Lab.
0: Okay, and then obviously they decided to pick a few of you guys for um, for the team, I guess, for this season.
1: Yeah, so we all raced super late models, legend colors, yeah. modifieds, and we. All share each other's setups and we work on them and we all learn with each other. Okay. And how has that been going? It's been awesome. I've met so many people through iRacing and racing with them. And just being with the group of guys I'm with, it's fantastic learning setups.
0: So, kind of going forward with your iRacing stuff, how far do you plan to go with it?
1: I'm not too sure. At first, I kind of use it for entertainment, but lately it's been more like real racing for me because I haven't been able to race real, in real life much yeah so kind of like uh somewhere to go to for r- real racing right?
0: yeah so what is your sim like i got it kind of i got to kind of curious is it like just like a a regular table is it like a cockpit like what is what do you have
1: i got kind of like a mini cockpit now like i got a sim lab seat it's kind of like a almost a full containment seat and i have a new dash and stuff so it's almost like a little cockpit i have okay and
0: mm-hmm. uh you've been also running in the uh, winter meltdown series here on GeForce. um how well has that been going for you
1: um unfortunately i'm not able to do it anymore uh, our family's dance studio opens so i'm there every tuesday night but when i was running i had a ton of fun adam ross all those guys did an amazing job putting that together it was fun racing with all the guys from ontario it was a blast
0: honestly uh the past few uh, few weeks here the my tuesdays I, I used to record my podcast on the tuesday nights <laughs> and once I heard about those meltdowns here is I'm like I kind of have to move my podcast so I can watch <laughs> it um I don't do any racing, unfortunately would yeah. love to hopefully uh one day I'll be able to have enough uh, uh to get up um uh, to get set up mm-hmm. and and get going um but honestly that looks like a lot of fun to at least uh race without the full budget
1: yeah it's a ton of fun like even like for someone who can't afford to race real life because of the cost to maintenance and repair, the iRacing is such a good service to use to yeah. be involved in a racing community, right?
0: Yeah, so what has been your favorite uh, track to run on iRacing?
1: <laughs> My favorite track on the simulator is probably Lanier. I believe it's in Georgia in real life. It is such a fun track to me.
0: <laughs> I think Lanier. Oh, yeah, 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 I was trying to remember that for a second. That's a sh- uh, short little track, eh?
1: yeah it's a really short boring kind of track everyone I race with hates me because I always say hey let's keep on racing here <laughs>
0: um I always see a cross um uh between you and Wally Wilson uh <laughs> just a little like uh, uh bashes going back and forth with each other on it um how much fun is it to run against him
1: oh it's a ton of fun I race with a bunch of guys running with Wally and Cole Neveringham. I race with a bunch of guys every night almost. And we always like to joke around with each other on Facebook and stuff. It's a ton of fun.
0: Honestly, y'all bring a, a nice little laugh to me whenever I see it. I was like, oh, <laughs> you guys had a lot of fun last night, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, uh, uh, going into the off season here and planning your 2021, what are your plans for next year? Or for this season, sorry.
1: Honestly, it, we don't know what our plans are yet, really. Uh, it's still up in the air. We'd love to run full time in the APC series. Luke Ramsey, and all those guys do an amazing job with that series. And we'd love to support it as much as we can. Um, we're still on the hunt for sponsors currently, so hopefully, I'm able to bring up uh, some more sponsor money to help support my season. We'll be able to run full time, but we're still up in the air right now.
0: So, before we continue here, where can people reach out to you um, they- to, if they need us if they want to sponsor you?
1: Yeah, they can message my Facebook page. I have a racing page, Carson Nagy on Instagram. My Instagram's Carson.Nagy93. They can also reach me out there. Just private message me and I can send you all the information you need.
0: Perfect. Um, I hate to see another car sideline for another year. You know, I'd rather see all the cars get back out on track, but obviously the almighty dollar is the one that uh, <laughs> drives us each and every week to get back to the track, right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump into our fan question period here. Where obviously you saw earlier today I put out a que- uh, f- uh, asking fans for questions. Mm-hmm. And we got quite a few today, surprisingly. <laughs> um few of them, a couple of them I know you've seen because they were on your uh on your page there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um just had to move a couple things around here so I could see everything still. Um so we're, we're gonna do it from our Facebook first. Uh Matthew Shirley uh asks, who does my uh sorry, who does Carson trust the most on the racetrack? Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, everyone I race with, I trust they, they're there for a reason, right? Like they're so experienced and there's, there's everyone I race with is ready to race clean and hard. Right. So there's no one I really don't trust with the car. I trust everyone I race with when I'm on the track.
0: That's good. Uh, I'm probably going to butcher the last name here. And (laughs) if you know this person, please help me with the last (laughs) name here. Sam (laughs) Shikulski. Um, how young was Carson when he first got behind the wheel
1: so when I first got behind the wheel of a go-kart I started out when I was six but in a stock car I always started off when I was 12 years old
0: Uh, next question comes in from uh, Sean Morissette what does Carson do for practice when he can't get to the actual track and also what do you use for an iRacing setup
1: I use iRacing it's, you can't really feel anything on iRacing, but it's a really good tool for your visuals, right? For breaking points at some tracks or how close you are to other cars. So it helps me a ton visually when I'm racing. And for my setup, I went to simulation one and I was able to get a SimLab base and a seat. And I was also able to get Fanatec wheel and pedals as well. They're a great company to go to for wheels.
0: Perfect. Uh, next up, we got our, uh, 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 Kyle Steckley from Instagram here. He actually has two questions. So I'm both of them are kind of, uh, different. So first off, what are your expectations for this set for this season with Reaper Speed Lab on iRacing?
1: Tons of wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our setup, the setup we have for week 13, they've been a ton of fun. They've been super fast and competitive and we've been able to rack. So we've been able to rack up some wins. So. Hopefully, once the next season starts in iRacing, we're able to keep that momentum up.
0: That's good. And then uh, again, how do you, f- and Kyle Cycle again, how do you feel iRacing has helped you in the real world?
1: So much visually. Like I said, um, when I, I've gone into a couple of wrecks, which just kind of made me scared of like getting close to a wall or other cars. But with iRacing, I kind of see visually like what kind of limits or like an idea for real life.
0: Uh, sounds good. And then uh, caddy underscore daddy 63 uh, also a two part of question. What is your most memorable night of racing? Uh, you can answer that one first. Actually.
1: My most memorable night of racing is probably my first win. <laughs> that was definitely the, one of the most exciting nights for me, obviously being a young kid and just being able to get my first win. Right.
0: Yeah. And then the next question is, is there any type of car series you would like to try? <sighs>
1: I'd love to get back in a super stock. I had so much fun in that division. Um, one class I'd love to try, maybe with a little bit more experience, obviously, would be like a crate sprint car or something. Those okay. things look wicked fun, super fast, and I love the dirt racing.
0: <laughs> That's good. Uh, how often do you end up going to the dirt track? Do you go often or no?
1: I try to get out most weekends when I'm available. There is yeah. a time when I probably went like, eight or ten times throughout a year right i just love being at the dirt track and seeing everyone i kind of race with in go-karts even like the de silva's yeah I, mean, I see them go and race on the dirt
0: for sure and then our last question is from everyone's favorite wheelman wally wilson <laughs> uh who's your favorite driver to race with on race and on iRacing and in real life
1: my favorite driver to race with on iRacing is probably wally <laughs> <laughs> we uh we get we always get into each other and we always laugh I won't have a ton of fun on there. It's a really good time.
0: And, <laughs> and then in, uh, in real life,
1: in real life, I'm not too sure. I haven't probably one of the probably in the superstock Brad Collison. It was an awesome it was an awesome time racing with him in the superstock. He always raced with respect and it was just a ton of fun racing with him
0: awesome we want to thank carson france and all their fan questions here mm-hmm. um so we actually already pre, uh touched on there uh that you don't you're looking for sponsors for 2021 um hopefully like i said, hopefully you get out there at hate to see uh, sideline for another year uh, yeah. if you end up getting to the track in 2020 2021 behind the wheel of a car what are your goals for this year
1: my goal, if I'm able to get out in an APC series or even just a regular Flamborough show, is just to be competitive, really. I, uh, I still have lots to learn personally for a driver, um, but I just, my expectations is to be able to run close to the front at least and be able to learn off those really fast guys.
0: Perfect. Um, so before we end up here, uh, I got to talk to you about uh, your business, Limitless Designs. Yes. How did that come about?
1: In grade 10, just a couple years ago, I took a Photoshop course in high school and I fell in love with it and I realized what I could do with it really looking at different car wraps and stuff. So I kind of grew a passion for that. So I've been kind of experimenting with designing cars for iRacing and working on t-shirt designs and I'm getting ready to start selling team merchandise on, uh, we're going to call it the Limitless Marketplace. So nice. Yeah
0: um so obviously like i i see some of your designs and obviously you've done one for uh uh for myself um for our other podcast the driver's seat here yes. and uh man it's awesome uh and you do some uh really good work you're definitely very professional in what with what you do Thank um you. honestly man like i i i wish you not, nothing but the best for your success in that because like that is uh um you're someone who also pushes racing a lot. You love the racing aspects of it, but you're also looking at the other side, so to speak with, uh, helping drivers, you know, get their merch out there. So that way they're, um, I guess so they're not just sitting around, uh, hoping, hoping on, uh, sponsor dollars where they can sell a t-shirt and some money goes to them so that they can, you know, they can, uh, uh help fund their program. Right. Yeah. Um, man like that's uh so obviously you know you've been with, doing that for a couple of years now i follow you on your social medias for that as well um and obviously working with the designs how many uh are you hoping to get behind kind of do what uh darren dryden does there with the with the wraps as well or
1: that's that's something i've looked into obviously like for my main goal is i'd love to be doing racing a car as a job eventually yeah that's also something that i've been looking into is doing raps and marketing and prim- like advertisements and stuff i always love that that aspect of racing as well
0: yeah and that's always a a, a good sign right is you want to you want to be diverse enough in the racing community right right um so i'm always uh so again like man like you you <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say right now um you know what, with uh limitless, where do you end up seeing yourself with that?
1: I'm not too sure yet, honestly. Uh I kind of just started selling iRacing paints just at the once kind of COVID happened last year. Yeah. Um, I didn't know where it would end up or I didn't really think I'd be able to do what I'm doing now, really. Yeah. So I'm just kinda going with the flow and always trying to learn and expand what I'm able to do, right?
0: Yeah. Um I'm gonna put this out here. Uh, if you ever want to design a helmet, let me know. I have a helmet that's sitting in a red bag above <laughs> my finger here. Um, I won from uh, uh, Grisdales actually this year. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I'm looking to get a, uh, uh, a design for it. So if you're up for that, I would absolutely love it if you would do one.
1: Yeah, for sure. I can definitely start coming up with things and playing with it.
0: I got a couple ideas within the logos that I have that would wouldn't mind trying to blend in there. But if you want to try try one out, let me know. I'd love to see it.
1: Yeah, for sure, that'd be awesome. Uh,
0: so obviously, uh, do you hope to design some actual cars that will get on track soon, or
1: that would or be just stick cool. to iRacing? Um, I'd love to have something that I designed out on a real racetrack. Obviously, it's cool seeing them all over the place on iRacing. But yeah. that's that's also a goal of mine is to actually design a car for real life. Have you uh, worked on some schemes for this year? If you plan to get out, or yeah, I've been playing with some ideas. I believe I posted one. Uh, there's a blue and orange car I posted with my stuff on it, and I've just been playing with different stuff like that. But yeah, I've kind of been playing with stuff for real life racing as well. Nice.
0: Um. So obviously, uh. So I, you know, a man, like that's that's uh. I really hope you get a car that that uh, uh you get your design on a car for, uh very soon because you are very talented. Thank you. Um, I don't think I have much else to talk about tonight. <laughs> we
1: ran through everything pretty darn quick. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to talk about, man? Uh, really quick, I just like to thank everyone that helped me get to where I am today. My mom, my dad, my whole family, especially my uncle Alex. He's taught me so much about just everything about racing and what to do in, a, in a certain situations. Uh, Junior Hanley, he's been amazing to me and my family. He's, ever since we got in the pro Late model division, he's worked with me and my brother, and he's taught us so much, and it's been amazing working with him. I'd also like to thank Ken Spire for giving me the opportunity regarding his car. That was an amazing working with him and his guys over there. Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Um, actually, before we go, actually, I wouldn't mind talking about that. How's uh, Hudson doing?
1: He's doing good. He um, he took a kind of a break last year. He was able to run one race last year with the uh, sixty three there. Yep. Um, he's he just came back from. He was at UNOH down in Ohio, and he came back just before all the borders closed and everything. Actually, last year. Oh, that's so good. He's been, yeah, he's been working as a mechanic at uh, for Sean Gibbs at WeatherTech down in Burlington.
0: Oh, nice yeah that's awesome man um you uh i got nothing else for you so uh carson it was a pleasure talking
1: talking to you man yeah it was awesome thank you uh
0: we'll have to have you on again uh possibly on the driver's seat with caitlin and michael when we get going here uh we look to have some guests on so if you want to jump on with them feel free to yeah for sure um Anyways, man, you enjoy your Sunday night. I'll keep watching. uh, If if I ever see anything you're racing in an racing, I'll definitely keep an eye out, and hopefully I'll see you at the track this summer.
1: Yeah, hopefully. All
0: right, man, you have yourself a good night now, eh?
1: Yes, thank you.
0: No problem. Bye now. All right, you guys. Once again, that was the driver of the number 93 Pro Late model and possibly pure. It looks like pure stock in 2021. Carson Nagy. Uh, We want to thank, as always, We want to thank our guests for jumping on board with us. We want to especially thank Carson this week for jumping on with us. Um, Next week, guys, keep an eye out. We got a really special guest next week. We have the driver, the number 30, Young Drivers, Canadian Vintage Modifieds. We will have Dale Lucas join us next week. So, guys, enjoy that one. As always, send in your questions to us. Um, Oh, by the way, we are looking for still questions for our special episode um, of the true north racing podcast so get your questions head over to anchor.fm backslash true north racing and submit those questions guys i'm hoping to have this interview out in about two to three weeks this guest you if you're looking for the <laughs> figuring out who the guest is it is myself um instead of having a co-host come on or someone else come on and int- and in, uh do uh interview me we will be having you the fans ask questions Uh, Verbally, And I will have an answer them each and every single one of them here on the show Um, So i'm looking forward to that guys i've i've been receiving so many questions some really good questions Um, I've answered them. They're already in the system guys. I am looking for more Please head over to anchor.fm backslash true north racing submit those questions guys get them in Let's get going with this. Um, hopefully in about two weeks. I'll have this out um, it'll be awesome Uh, so yeah, next week we have Dale Lucas on hopefully the week after that we'll have our special episode We are going to be launching the the driver's seat with caitlin and michael very soon So keep an eye out for that trailer Keep an eye out on our facebook instagram twitter pages youtube channel for all our bloopers and all our little fun things As always, my name is john morrison And you guys have been listening to the true north racing podcast brought to you by jomo media promotions guys We will see you all next week